0: If you are listening as this podcast drops, it's the day after Thanksgiving. You might be expecting us to talk about gentle parenting, but we're going to hold off on that until the next episode. The holiday is over and we're all tired and full and maybe a little hungover from it all, but I imagine you are all still grateful. Mike and I are here to review some of the things that we're thankful for, including you. I'm Emily Morgan.
1: And I'm Mike Morgan.
0: And first on this episode of The Grand Life, we follow up on old guests and their new ventures.
1: Some of the folks we've talked to on The Grand Life podcast have done some pretty great and and wonderful things since they talked to us. So here's a little recap.
0: Yeah. So season one, episode nine, there was an episode called Solo Grandparenting. That was way back in July of 2019. And we had two guests on there, two men who are widowers, and one of them, Mark Vogelzing, he and his this other guy were solo grandparents, and now he is not solo any longer. So congratulations to Mark; he got married this summer. I, we're just so happy for him.
1: He's. Uh, Moved halfway across the country and continues to travel all over the Western Hemisphere to see children and grandchildren.
0: Yeah. Now, Season 4, Episode 8, starting with Yes, that was in October 2021, we had an author on, Paul Boyton, who has written a book called Begin with Yes, but he now has a new book out called Remember, A Little Book of Courage, Comfort, and Hope. Well, we can all use that, right? Absolutely. The last one, the final one, Season 5, Episode 3, is called The Power of Story, Part 2. That was in March 2021, and we had two guests, Jerry Wachowski and Deanna Schoss, and they were talking to us about how important it is to tell our stories to our grandchildren and to relay those in different ways, writing, um, speaking, objects, all sorts of things. Well, now they've come out with a new book called Where Two Worlds Meet, A Guide to Connecting with Your Teenage Grandchildren. And we'll be having them on in the new year to talk about this book, but I just wanted to let you know and keep you posted on what's happening with some of our guests, and we're looking forward to hearing from them early in the new year. And is there anything new for us? Well, I think we have a newfound energy after taking that break that we took in the middle of the summer. And... My voice is recovering, so I'm happy about that. Uh, We also, this last few months, have been doing a new format where it's conversational, conversational podcast. We're getting a lot of good feedback about that. People like it. People enjoy having you on, Mike.
1: Yeah, I think it was probably a good decision for you to bring me into the cast.
0: Yeah, there you go. And it does relieve me a little bit of the burden of Carrying the whole show by myself. Um, and we have some new technology that I don't really understand. But, Mike, you, you have gotten a new little piece. What?
1: It, it's a new kind of sound mixture that does a whole bunch of things that uh, are particular for podcast production. You know, there's a joke going around that says everybody of a certain age has a podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, They may not have very many episodes and they may be awful to listen to, but it doesn't (laughs) stop them from having a podcast. Well, this has also unleashed a whole bunch of creativity among technology manufacturers to make things that are podcast microphones and podcast mixers and podcast headphones. And so I bought a podcast mixer.
0: Yeah, and I think it's made your life a little easier. It has. Yeah. So we're looking forward to more seasons of learning and growing. We'll see where that leads us. And we just wanted to say that we're thankful. We're thankful for all these wonderful things that have been happening, and we're thankful for our audience. So uh, the other thing we wanted to mention, and I guess it's a day late because we're going to talk about Thanksgiving traditions, but we'll talk about the ones that we enjoy, and maybe you can incorporate these into your Thanksgiving traditions, or you could let us know what you do so we might be able to add in some new traditions.
1: Number one is that (laughs) we do family singing. Yeah. Sounds a little hokey. It does. But – because you and I and because all the kids started doing choral singing pretty early,
0: mm-hmm. this
1: is family singing in soprano alto tenor bass parts. So mm-hmm. the challenge level is a little, little higher, and sometimes there's anxiety around it, but, man, the results are sure fun.
0: It's fun, and the kids are—the grandkids are starting to pick up and learn the parts, and that's even more fun to see, like, the 8-, 9-, 10-, 11-year-olds just kind of chiming in. Um, another tradition that which we talked about in one of our episodes was grandmother's rolls. And that's just a amazing tradition of it's homemade rolls yeast rolls, yeast rolls. And you know somebody put up a meme on Facebook about i, you know, I'm going to work for three three days to get this meal together, and all the grandkids are going to do is eat all the rolls. That's all they do. And that is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> they are just like, they just consume them. I think we're going to have to put some kind of limit so that there's actually some left for the for the other people. One of our kids said, "Why don't you just make, you know, the homemade rolls for the adults and then give the kids like Pillsbury rolls or whatever?" And I was like, "No, I can't do that. I feel like that's just a tradition I want to keep going with and, you know, when I die, I want them to talk about the rolls."
1: <laughs> and one of our children is going to step up to the challenge this year and make them?
0: Yeah, the one who couldn't be with us. The rest of them will all be here. Um, one of the things we also do um, from far away and then we bring it all together when we're together at Thanksgiving is something we call the blessing box, and that's where we count our blessings. Basically, through from from the time Halloween is over until we get together at Thanksgiving, we all have a box where we write down things that we're grateful for, and then we share those things together as a group during Usually after Thanksgiving meal, and we just kind of read them, and it's fun.
1: I think it's not uncommon to go around the table and say what you're thankful for. Yeah. This is a little different in that they're written down, they're written down in advance, and then they're all uh, put in a pile together and then distributed. So part of the fun uh, is to guess who's thankful for which.
0: Right, right. It's fun. And uh, it also doesn't put anybody in the spot. So if we have guests who are joining us for that Thanksgiving meal, we do mention that to them so they can do that ahead of time and then bring their blessings, throw them in the pile, and and then have them read out loud. Kind of fun. Um, also, the last few years we have done gingerbread houses made of Pop-Tarts, and I have posted that on Facebook and on Instagram. It's gone, I mean, many, many times over, people have uh, shared that post because it's kind of a fun idea. I, I didn't want to do the gingerbread, make the homemade gingerbread, put it on a cookie sheet, have it fall apart. So <laughs> I thought this Pop-Tart thing was just brilliant. You just use Pop-Tarts are already frosted. So basically it's just candy. The kids icing and candy and they just have so much fun. They The icing is the royal icing. It keeps everything glued together. And all the adults participate in helping the kids make it so it's not all up to me. And I just really like it. And then the kids take them home or destroy them before they leave and eat all the candy. Um, And the last thing I wanted to mention is that the day after Thanksgiving, as kind of a gift to me because I do most of the cooking, we go out for lunch the day after. It's something that Mike and I treat the kids to. Um, So there'll be 17 of us. Going out to a lunch, and sometimes we split it up where Mike takes the guys and I take the women, and we do something you know separately. But a couple of times in this year, uh, it's that we went to a hibachi grill and then all together, and it's really fun. Just make sure you make reservations really early.
1: Yeah, and don't reach too far forward into the cooking area because there are knives moving quickly. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's really fun for me because I just it's so relaxing. I don't have to worry about it and then we have leftovers for dinner that night. So really the next day is is pretty uh, calm and, and not crazy for me.
1: It's a great break for the uh, for the food preparers.
0: Oh wait, I forgot a couple things. Okay, we have pictures of cousins in matching PJs and I don't have that up. So the kids have all taken that over and The adult kids order matching PJs, and then they take a big picture of all the cousins together in those matching PJs, which I think is a fairly common tradition, but I'm not sure. None of the adults wear the PJs. We don't do that.
1: And Thanksgiving weather is always a kind of a a mixed bag. Mm -hmm. If it's good enough, sometimes we'll go fishing in a pond that's nearby, or we'll Go out and launch model rockets, Mm -hmm. which uh, may or may not have happened, depending on how the weather has held
0: up. So what do you do? I've put that question up on our Grand Life Facebook fans page and would love to hear from you. Or you can write to us at grandlifeconnection at gmail.com or call at 317-572-7876. We'd love to hear from you. And in the meantime, hope your holiday was amazing. I'm Emily Morgan.
1: And I'm Mike Morgan.
0: And thanks for joining us in Living the Grand Life.
1: Next time on The Grand Life.
0: I used to roll my eyes every time one of our daughters would talk about this book that Dr. Becky wrote. Doctor who? Dr. Becky. And it's... uh, It's called Good Inside. Every time she talked about it, I was like, hmm, that sounds really strange. I'm not sure I'd be interested in that as a parenting technique. But I actually read the book, and I have to say, I'm starting to quote her like Shakespeare.
1: That's next time on The Grand Life.